Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The saddest week of the year is upon us. If your hangover isn't there, it might still feel a bit foggy and groggy and weird and lost and lonely and sleepy and sad. Because this is the week after the Super Bowl, which means there's no football this week coming up. In fact, that means there's no football for quite some time. In fact, that means we have to talk about other things that aren't football. And we all know how much that sucks. But that's okay. We're going to get over it because there's amazing shit for us to go through here on the Aftermath podcast episode of the Under Review Show. Because we don't take a break and we never go off air. Every single week we'll be here to support you. Together, we'll get through this. At least until football season comes. I'm D. Of course, this is the Under Review Show. The greatest sports betting podcast that ever existed online, probably. Um, Of course, if you're listening to us, you're probably on Podcast One, or you're probably on the iTunes machine, or you're probably on Spotify. Uh, Follow us, subscribe to us, stay tuned. If you ever want to use this information to help you out, the good people of betonline.ag have helped us out here. They keep the lights on over here, and they give us a promo code called REVIEW, R-E-V-I-E-W. And uh, that'll give you an extra little bonus in your account. Today's episode is the aftermath, the aftermath of the Super Bowl. We placed some bets. Some teams won, others lost. Joining me as they do every single week um, are my compatriots here in the world of sports betting on a podcast. Mr. Eric Rosenthal, Mr. Sean Pfeiffer. Eric, welcome uh, back to the program. How do you do? I do well. And I'm just wondering, are we taking the the St. Louis Battlehawks plus nine or the Dallas Renegades minus nine in the XFL. You can't help yourself, can you? You're just, you, you this is it. It's, you're, you're talking to me like, what are you talking about? Football's over. Football's never over. If it's CFL or, or, or what, Arena League, maybe there's some Arena League that we can bet on. Does that thing even exist anymore? Um, hey, I'm glad that your head's still in the game. Um, Mr. Pfeiffer, how was your Super Bowl and how do you do? Super Bowl was terrible. Absolutely awful. <laughs> I, I got, I got, yeah, just completely run over and, and cleaned out. Uh, but that's because I bet a lot of money on San Francisco and yeah. an egregious amount that I was completely irresponsible by doing. So don't follow my suit uh, in that sense. But it's the Super Bowl. Fuck it. You, you only live once, right? So we, uh, we had, we had a good time watching the game. I didn't enjoy the fourth quarter at all. Yeah. But I'll say this. You know, Eric. Uh, there's this other big sport that has a trade deadline in like a day and it's extremely popular. Just in case you didn't know, you don't have to stretch and watch brand new sports that didn't even exist last year. You can watch a sport called the national basketball association, the NBA. Uh, there's, there's plenty of good bets on, on our friends over at bet online's website. Just, just in case you didn't know. Yeah. You you know, I, I just needed to get, that somber introduction off my chest just to get us through because, uh, yes, actually betting on basketball is freaking fantastic. It's a ton of fun. It is. It's a, there's way more games to bet on. Um, it's not the lazy, the football's a lazy thing to bet on. You only have to stress out leading up into the week, but then you get, you, you have to spend the whole week, like, you know, figuring it out and bouncing stuff around in your mind in, in basketball. You just got to go, you got to pull the trigger. You got to shit or get off the pot or else you just, you miss it. Um, and I, and I love it for that because there's so many games and there's so many teams and there's so many things happening at all times. And yeah, it's just getting into full swing and it's turning out to be, hopefully be a hell of a year, um, in the national basketball association. But, uh, before we, we, we talk a bit about that, we need to, uh, we need to recap 
um, what was the Super Bowl, Mr. Eric Rosenthal. Um, you had the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line to win this Super Bowl match. How do you feel about your, your bet? I felt the same way I did basically all year. That Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. He's the best quarterback we've ever seen in the history of the sport. Whoa. Yeah, never had a bad game. He scored 31-plus points in every playoff game he's played in. And he did it again. He, he took to the fourth quarter, but he put up 31 again in the Super Bowl against an elite defense in the San Francisco 49ers. And he just did enough to win the game. Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers had no faith in him. We saw at the end of the, the first half. Um, how they just ran the ball on first and second down because they didn't want to put their faith in Jimmy G. On the other side of the ball, we had a just a complete wizard at quarterback, a guy who um, is going to find a find just find a way to put touchdowns on the board, and he did it in the fourth quarter. And I know it lost Sean some money. I know it may have lost D some money. Yeah, but I know it uh, made me some money because Patrick Mahomes is just too damn good. Should have won the Super Bowl last year. Won the Super Bowl this yeah. year. Should be the favorite next year. It's absolutely glorious watching him play. Best player in the league, no doubt about it, and I was happy to cash in on uh, my, my homie, Patrick Mahomes. Um, mm. Yeah, good point. Well, I, I, I certainly don't think you were singing that tune uh, during the first, you know, two and a half quarters. I was not. It was he, it was a little a, scary, a little dicey. That it was, first pick he threw was, was like, that was really, really bad, man. You know, that's, that's like, that was like, that's like the conversation that you have with like your buddy. When something really shitty goes wrong and you sit him down and then you just have a quiet moment and you just go, hey, man, that was really bad. You know, what I mean? <laughs> that's how, how I felt. I was like, holy shit. I don't know what's going on here. They had his number, by the way, until partway through. Sorry, three and a half quarters. Partway through the, uh, the fourth quarter. Um, it literally was going exactly how we labeled it to go. Almost yeah. to, to, the, to the penny. The it entire was. game for three, three and a half quarters. Sean, like, get in. We walked... Through this, and I even threw it back at you, um, Eric, and said, "Like, what, like, do you do you foresee like our our pontification here?" And you were like, "Yeah, actually, I, I totally do." And it literally was coming true, almost verbatim, how they were how they were doing it until, uh, uh, yeah, shit just went sideways. Uh, but Fife, you were looking at that, probably thinking the same thing I was. Yeah, I was I was really feeling good about my bet. Uh, my dad came over, we were watching the game, and we were already like high five in third quarter. Felt great about it, you know. I mean, honestly, the thing that you have to realize, and in, in just by watching this game, the first three quarters, I mean, they dominated both sides of the ball. I mean, their the run game obviously was going to dominate against this Chiefs fraudulent rush defense throughout the whole playoffs, and. Their defense looked really good against the Kansas City Chiefs. The problem is, well, they put up a fucking 21-point spot in the fourth quarter. Think about that, right? Think about what they were able to do in the fourth quarter and, and what they were able to do in all three playoff games that they played getting to this Super Bowl championship during the run. They outscored the San Francisco 49ers in the fourth quarter. They scored more points than they did the entire game. I mean, that's crazy, right? The Chiefs scored 21 points. The 49ers scored 20 through four quarters. I mean, that if that doesn't speak to Patrick Mahomes, and you got to give credit where credit's due, I bet against the best quarterback in this game. I bet against the best player in this game. And typically a good rule of thumb just in betting in general is you don't bet against the best player in a game. I did that. 
it came back to bite me in the ass because Patrick Mahomes put this team on his proverbial back and, and literally carried them uh, to this Super Bowl. So it was it was really fun to watch. Again, I'm a Texas Tech grad. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if I can go as far to saying he's the best player of all time, uh, like Eric's saying, but I, I will say this. He is the best quarterback in the NFL uh, right now, and, and I think he proved that this weekend. I, I'm very happy for him. I'm very sad for my bankroll. It was a very odd thing to watch, and it's very rare that it happens in the sport of football that, like, you watch, uh, you know, the rise and the anointing of a champion happen according to the script. Yeah. You know what I mean? It went it went play by play. It, you just watched, like, Mahomes come into the league, Mahomes have a great season, Mahomes almost get the promised land, uh, you know, lose to the GOATs, they become champions. You know, you see him go back, and you, you can just actually, like, picture the proverbial Rocky montage where he's, like, wrestling a bear and lifting logs and chopping wood. You know what I mean? Goes back at it. But, like, you needed to go through that to learn the lessons to go and get it done the next year in. But it just never happens that way. It never happens that they go, like, oh, yeah, there's a dynasty coming. They, they just always lose or something goes wrong in the NFL. It's just the way it goes. But this didn't happen. And, you know, Andy Reid got a Super Bowl. That wasn't yeah. supposed to happen. Andy Reid can't win a Super Bowl. You give me what are you talking about here? You know what I mean? And, like, like all of the shit that's, like – the. That everybody like is like this f- story time fairy tale bullshit that never happens in the NFL actually went went ahead and happened here and uh, you know getting back to the actual game yeah are a couple of plays that were really really key you know I, I put it down to just a handful of things one and I think the major play that changed the entire game was that third and fifteen sort of like weird bomb to Tyreek Hill to get them in at least field goal range they end up scoring a touchdown. Um, yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It wasn't really a scrambler. It was. It actually wasn't even really a good throw. It was sort of, if this doesn't work, we're toast. You know what I mean? Because it would have been the Niners getting the ball back with like eight, eight or nine minutes left, even though they weren't moving the ball too crazily at that point. Um, you know, you're you're saying three, four at least minutes off the clock, and then they would still been down by two scores. Yet they scored a touchdown, three and out, score a touchdown. Um, and then and then they get the garbage time, the garbage time go ahead, big shot touchdown after that. But if if they don't get that third and fifteen, I don't even know if they win the Super Bowl. Do you guys remember that play I'm talking about? Yeah, of course, of course. And you know what's crazy about that play, D, is that is Patrick Mahomes in a nutshell. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes, it's not the prettiest pass. It's it's sometimes, I mean, it's it's the most unlikely completion. But it's across the entire field. You're switching like you're doing things that aren't textbook football, right? Like the no look passes, the submarine delivery, you know, the sidearm delivery. Like that is just who Patrick Mahomes is. And that's something that, you know, we take a step back and look at the game and look at all three games that they played. Like you almost feel better when Patrick Mahomes is playing from behind because now all of a sudden you don't have to worry about the run game. You don't have to worry about anything. Just Pat can be Pat. And and I think that's what we saw. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Eric. Like, what what did you think too? And the, and then there there was that like, was that a touchdown? Was he out? You know what I mean? You're thinking these two things. So those were the two yeah. two major factors. It was like they don't complete that third and fifteen. They maybe get the ball back five minutes left, and they're down to like it's it's not a good spot. And then uh, to be in, and then there's there's the touchdown, non touchdown, e touchdown thing. Uh, what do you think of that play there? Uh, I mean, you're happy with so- it because you won the bet, but. Uh, I'm looking at that going, I don't know. Third and 15, I turned to my dad. I asked him, 
if by chance they don't get this, and I, those were my words, if by chance they don't get this, do you go for it on fourth and fifteen? And my instant reaction was, of course you go for it on fourth oh, and yeah. fifteen. At that point, you did most teams won't don't. But you got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, yeah. and yeah. Travis Kelsey, and it's not normal football. And yeah. I wasn't surprised at all they got the third and fifteen, and I wouldn't have been shocked if they got the fourth and fifteen either. They're just on a different level of offense. Um. Then honestly, anybody since the the Randy Moss Patriots or, or the 2011 Packers, where you just figure that they're going to score, um, this is just a whole new level of it. Again, 31 points in every playoff game since Patrick Mahomes took over. I, I do see what you're saying. In any normal team, if it was reversed, you go, "Damn, it's third and 15 for the 49ers. They need a miracle." Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It would have been get, well, it was into what it ended up being. Right? It was. It was. It was terrible. Um, uh, but yeah, at, at that point there, you're right. It's like they're more likely than not to get that. But I just even look at the whole play and how they did go for it like so crazily where it's – if uh, you're probably in fourth down territory anyway. Like just just get eight. Get ten. Get ten. Yeah. And they go – and know that you're going for another five. But they didn't. They kind of went for it. Like, I mean, but, but Tyreek was open, by the way. He was he, It was a good throw to an open receiver. It wasn't like a Russell Wilson style sort of I'm going to throw it up and see who gets it sort of backyard ball. It ended up he was he was totally open. The throw just was he he loft had to loft it in there. Um, uh, but that being said, you know that go that doesn't go go. I don't know what they do. And then and then lastly, the last play that was really it because after they'd scored, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. It was How Emmanuel about that Sanders. Emmanuel it was the Sanders overthrow. Yeah, the overthrow by Garoppolo. Like it's basically a game mm. over if he hits. He's open. He's open. Yeah. It's done. It's a this is a touchdown. 99% of the time, and this is what comes out of it. You know what comes out of it? Patriots made the right choice. Patriots got everything yeah. Yeah. that they wanted to get out of Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, uh, yeah. If it, I mean, it, spot on. Jimmy G was on the Patriots. He'd be dinking and dunking for 300 yards <laughs> across the field. Tom Brady makes that throw. <laughs> Tom Brady does make that throw. I don't care what Eric's about to say. I don't Tom care Brady what Eric's about down. to say. Tom, Tom Brady throws a check down one yard down the field, and then James White goes for 36. Yeah, it would have been what? a touchdown. He would have but he would have nailed that open receiver on the long on the deep yes, route on the seam yes. route there. He would have he would have had it right down in the bread basket. Would have been game over there, I think. That's what I think. But that being said, there's yeah. there's the legacy of the game. You have Mahomes pulling miracles. You you need you got to be good to be yeah. lucky and you got to be lucky to be good, right? They get the the a bit of a lucky touchdown and then Jimmy G has a chance to ice this damn thing and can't can't connect with a, an open receiver on a on a play that they you know a good play that they called, um, and that's the story of Super Bowls. Everybody walks away from it though, like you know, going like this is a, a start of a dynasty. They're unbeatable. Yeah, I go like if you look at the DNA of the game, you look at a KC team, a dominant KC team, getting it handed to them for three and a half quarters, and then a couple of things happen: big third and fifteen, big quick semi-controversial touchdown. And then you just need a miss. And so all it takes. All it takes. And guess what? No one's going to really be talking about San Francisco next year. They're all going to be talking about the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and there, I mean, you can't also take away from, like Eric said, and I think it's an important point. We talked a lot about Patrick Mahomes. We haven't talked a lot about Andy Reid. And we haven't talked a lot about Travis Kelsey and how important he plays in, in the role that he plays in this system and how he has really for the last three years. 
Um, this team, Tyree killed everyone. I mean, they, they picked up the honey badger, Matthew. And, and I mean, just so many key pieces on defense, on offense, the team's really good. You know, I, I don't want to just say that this is Patrick Mahomes that won, won them the game. I think he had the largest role in it, but the, the chiefs are, you know, that they're no frauds. This is the real deal. And I think they're going to be good for a while. I'm yeah, curious, are, Eric, what do you are. think? Kansas city moving forward. I mean, is this going to be a dynasty? To me, it's like LeBron and the Cavs, potentially Jordan and the Bulls back in the day. I always wondered, like, did people just not think to keep betting on the Bulls every year to win the championship? I don't know what the odds were. I don't remember what the conversation was like uh, at all. But it feels like it seemed pretty obvious the Bulls are going to win the championship. They, they happened almost every year. You should probably bet on them, and you're going to win a lot of money. LeBron's Cavs, you know, LeBron – Winning the East. It's going to happen every year um, until someone stops him. I feel like that way with Patrick Mahomes. I think he got robbed last year in his first chance by a coin toss and the offsides call. And there's just no reason to ever bet against them uh, until uh, I see otherwise. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. I think they should be clear favorite, um, even higher than they are right now. I think plus 500 is a great bet. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bet on Patrick Mahomes if, if he's healthy to win the Super Bowl every year until I see until the end something. of time. Different happen. You're like they're the new Seahawks. They're the one, they're the one championship dynasty already. Hey, the one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I think they're a little bit, a uh, little bit, a little bit different DNA between those two. Teams. I'm just saying that's the last my in recent memory. That is the last scenario right. of a one championship dynasty that existed. Um, hey guys, did you see? Us? Did you like that halftime show? How's that I'm, halftime show? Ass shaking, butt cleavage, boob cleavage. Yeah. Had it all. Um, well, the reason why you mentioned that too is because we had a very significant set of bets on our bet um, board that we did last week. And it was, um, there were bets at Bet Online um, about uh, um, the cleavage bets, butt and, and regular cleavage that they had out there. Um, and an interesting result happened though. There was just so much of it, or, or there was so much controversy in the determination of what was going to be considered because there was just so much of it during the halftime show. It was absolutely everywhere. Whether you said yes or no to any of those types of cleavage related things, you won your bet. It didn't matter. Bet online paid out everybody who bet on it just because it was just a cornucopia of cleave or not cleave. Who knew who cared just it was unbelievable, like and they just gave everybody their money and just said, "Well, congratulations." Um, we don't know what we just saw there, but we're giving you your dough. I mean, how could you judge it any other way? Unprecedented. Like it, and I'm kind of mad at myself in retrospect. I'm a little bit frustrated and perturbed. Okay. I should okay. have, yep. instead of betting all of my money on San Francisco, I why why didn't I just go max bet the cleavage bet? I mean that was pretty stupid on my part. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the lock. That was the only lock that Ugh. that has ever happened, maybe ever in the history of locks. Uh, guys, before we let you go, we let's uh, let's go let's let's take a quick uh, a quick journey. Why don't you come with me to a land of make believe? And that land is in the year twenty twenty one. It's around February, and there's a game happening. It's called the Super Bowl. We're gonna talk a bit about the odds of teams to win the Super Bowl for LV for 55 a year from now in 2021, okay? 
We're just going to zip through the top five here, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about each of the teams. Um, at 12 to 1, the fifth kind of ranked team right now, um, which is oddly surprising here. Uh, 12 to 1 are the uh, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Eric Rosenthal, that they are 12 to 1 right now to win the Super Bowl next year. Talk to me a bit about the value you see in the Saints. I just don't know if you can trust their franchise quarterback, Taysom Hill, to win a Super Bowl. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. 1200, why you want to do that? It seems yeah. icy to me. Yeah. 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 But okay, you're rolling with Taysom Hill. I mean, that's, they did lose because they took Taysom Hill out and Breeze screwed up that, that game. So you have some good points there. Um, but I actually don't believe I don't believe in the Saints at plus twelve hundred. I think um, I think their time is, is, has come and gone um, for uh, Drew Brees and uh, the, the future of that team. I, I think this was maybe their last window, and then they've got to slip away. Uh, Fife, your thoughts on the uh, the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, I, I mean, I like the the number i like 12 to 1 odds on on new orleans i think that they'll be in the thick of things when it's all said and done but i'm looking at a couple other places so i'm I'm probably not going to be placing that bet uh we we can talk about some of the other teams i I do want to hear y'all's opinion on obviously i'm gonna this is my opportunity to talk about houston so i'm going to how about tennessee being the favorite in the division obviously they went farther this year but at plus 25 so like a 2500 here 25 to 1 odds i i really like houston at 33 i i don't know this you gotta drag probably 100 percent of a over bet, but i think the, we win the division they're not even in the top so. freaking half of the league you gotta bring, yeah, you gotta bring you 33 to 1 odds I'm, I'm getting the crazy odds on the texans here you're, you're getting like you're crazy. getting buffalo bills odds here you know you like like the falcons and colts area and you're 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 you want to bet on? I mean, you're gonna make a you're gonna make a boatload of money if you if you bet on them. Um, I, I I think I think you've got a bigger uh, tree to climb in that AFC, and we'll get to that um, because the San Francisco 49ers um, and the NFC are the fourth highest ranked team in according to odds right now at Bet Online at uh, at plus nine hundred at nine to one um, to win the Super Bowl to 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 re or to go back to the Super Bowl and win it. Nine to one, the Niners, right there. Fife, what do you think of that NFC team? There's some real odds for you uh, for team to repeat. Can Garoppolo put it back together, or has he been shattered? Is the mystique done? Is it over? Yeah, I actually, Eric's really going to like this take, but I, I liked what I saw this year from Green Bay, and I actually think that they come out of the NFC next year. So I, I'm leaning more Green Bay's way, getting 18 to one, double your odds there uh, with San Francisco at plus 900. It's interesting to me to look at the top of the, the the leaderboard here and looking at the odds on Bet Online and seeing the three AFC teams at that one, two, and three position. Obviously, with the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City number one at plus five hundred, but Baltimore right behind them at plus seven hundred. This AFC is is as loaded as I can remember it in a long, long time. With the Patriots obviously as the third favorite here, uh, it's it's interesting that the fourth favorite is from the, the best team in the NFC uh, plus 900. I, I yeah. think that Vegas clearly thinks that the, the Super Bowl champion next year is going to come from the AFC. Yeah, this is wild. Uh, Eric, talk to me a bit about this because that's, yeah, also at plus 900 are the New England Patriots. There they are. They haven't made any changes, by the way. Nothing's, nothing's happened. 
yet they still go as a plus 900, uh, um, same as the current NFC champions to go and, and win the Super Bowl. But in behind them are two of their AFC rivals, Kansas City Chiefs at 5-1, to one, Baltimore Ravens at 7-1, to one, and then and then the Pats there at 9-1. to one. Um, According to you, that 5-1 to one for Kansas City's just got it. You just you bet on it now. Bet on it now. You're not going to get it any better. You're not going to get it any nicer. It's just going to get worse. The more they win, the closer it gets to the season, however their draft goes. I've thought that about Kansas City all year. I kept saying how we, we would have been talking about Mahomes as potential go in a dynasty if, if they won the coin toss or D4 was lined up on sides against the Patriots last year. I think Tom Brady's pretty washed at his age and the Patriots are done at plus 900. I just think Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, those type of guys are the future of the NFL. And I, I just don't, don't trust in the Patriots um, anymore. Having said all that, the NFC is where there's really some value because obviously an NFC team has to make the Super Bowl. And the only team with odds plus a thousand or better is the 49ers at plus 900. And actually I do like them. Um, they're a young team. Their defense is really young. Nick Bosa, a rookie, um, a lot of their defensive line, former first round picks that are, that are still on their rookie contracts. I don't know why we're so quick to dismiss the 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo didn't do anything well to get to the Super Bowl. What wasn't like a Joe Flacco situation where, you know, he was throwing for 400 yards and you're like, this will never happen again. It was more like Jimmy Garoppolo had to throw eight passes in a game and that got him to the Super Bowl. So they should be back in the playoffs next year. They obviously have the defense. They have a good enough offense. And then, then it's just a question of like either he won't have to do enough and they can make it or maybe he has a couple of good games in the playoffs next year. And they make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. So I think at plus 900, that's great. I like the 49ers there. And then, honestly, there's there's so many different options. But you get such good value on these NFC teams, whether you like the Seahawks at 18 to 1, whether you like maybe it's the Cowboys at 20 to 1. There's just so many options in the NFC. The Packers, Sean mentioned it, at 18 to 1 seems appealing. Like, do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Definitely not. But 18 to 1, that's a lot better value than you're getting at a – only nine to one with the Patriots. And you have two teams that you just know, maybe you don't know they're better, but you could presume them to be better than the chiefs and Patriots in the AFC or in the NFC. Like, Hey, look, the Packers went 13 and three. You don't know for sure that there's going to be better teams. Maybe you like the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. You don't know for sure. There's going to be better teams. So I like a lot of these NFC teams and, and D I'll ask you who, who from the NFC do you see me making this possible? Um, because you know you're going to get good value on here you choose to. Yeah, someone's going to make it. You know, you, it's not like you have a coin toss, but you definitely ha- – there's a ton of value there because yeah, someone's got to get there. Uh, not sure about the Packers. I think they uh, overachieved this year. Uh, rightfully so. They had a great time. Uh, I don't like them. Um, uh, Saints, I don't buy them. I don't buy them the Saints. I think you're right. The window, that three- to five-year window that exists in the NFL, it's a real thing and it exists. I don't know if they've got it. Uh, they got another year left in them. That was it. They had booked two, two, three years there, right? They should have been there last year. Should have been in it um, uh, last year. So I, I don't know. Uh, 49ers, you're right. Uh, it's going to be a good defense, but defenses have a tendency to, you know, uh, to to plateau after like stellar, stellar years. They, they, they'll they still be good, but they won't. I, I don't know if it'll be great. The development of Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know. That's a giant question mark. And uh, you look at, you know, when it came down to it, you'll be you'll be good. They'll make the playoffs. I don't know if they go to the Super Bowl. Your best value um, 
I, I, I say on the board is is those Seahawks at eighteen one. They were in a rebuild season last year. You know that they were rebuilding. That's it. And then they, they don't have running back. They're going to get somebody for sure. Um, you know, defense yeah. they, they did overachieve, but that's what they tend to just do. They got a few more weapons. Russell's got at least a year or two left in him of some pretty stellar play. That's your value play right there. Eighteen to one for a team that like I don't know. I mean, they they had to go on a road, won a playoff game of Philly. You know, that wasn't a, a, a juggernaut of a Philly team, but they they went and won it. I mean, that was that was a pretty that's a pretty tough game to win. I don't know. I think they've got a lot going for them. They're a very young team. Um, Niners are going to run into some serious cap problems very soon. Same with the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way. They they're both at the bottom of the table. Um, they're gonna have to clear up some money in the next season or so too. So like the window on those guys, that's the NFL. There's your parity right there. Hard cap, free agency, sh- shit's gonna start popping off for those two particular franchises. You know who's not um, gonna have a lot of trouble with cap space though? New England Patriots. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you don't think that they're going to stack that shit. There's one year that reminds me of that of this year with the New England Patriots. Like an anemic, poor offense where they brought in role players that just didn't do what players do in New England, which is just next man up will turn you from good to great, but only in a short little um, stint and then you'll go off and make your money and you'll be mediocre again. But when you're here, we'll turn you into something phenomenal. Um, And they do it year in and year out, Uh, except for there's one year that that didn't work. It was the year 2006. And uh, that's when they had Jabbar Gaffney. Um, and Rishay Caldwell, where they're 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 one Ooh. and two receivers. Tom Brady still. This is in 2006 too. This is before the things happened. Still threw for like close to 4,000 yards. They went to the AFC Championship game. This is the year the Colts got to beat up on the Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. They lost to Peyton Manning. That's Peyton Manning's first Super Bowl, or only Super Bowl with the Colts. Uh, came back from you know like 24-3 or something like that at halftime to win the game. But they won the game because Rishay Caldwell can't catch footballs. And uh, and and it's like a trigger went off. And do you guys remember what happened in 2007? Laser I, show. Mm. Laser show. Okay? Moss, Welker, uh, um, Tom yeah. Brady throwing. You know what I mean? It was like, it's like Belichick just, it, it, a switch goes off sometimes. It was special. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, you know, rewrote football for a season. Um, so I feel like. I feel like there's a team with potential at nine to one here. If right now, if you don't think that they're going to do some stuff, um, history has shown that when they have a blatantly bad portion of their team, they go out and they they fix it with with extreme prejudice. So I think that's a really good number there. Uh, I know Baltimore and Kansas City are the uh, are the teams to knock off, but Lamar is going to come back down to earth a little bit. Um, Mahomes did. I think so. They're figuring too. It out. There's a lot of tape on these guys. They're, not, they're great. They're not going to be as great. And, uh, and the New England Patriots are the team that does this year in and year out. They go, oh, we're going to fix our defense. Well, we're going to get the defensive player of the year. We're going to mold this guy into the, the greatest secondary um, that the, the league has thus far. You know what I mean? They, and then they did that because they needed a secondary. So how they patch holes uh, is something that's just uncanny. And I think they, if, if, if Tom's back there, they're going to patch some holes, guys. So there you go. That's my rant. Yeah. Rant over. Okay. Quick we're, prompt we're t- bet. Yeah, I got two, I got two, yep. two more bets I want to talk about before we go. This is one. Will Tom Brady be on the Patriots roster week one of 2020? Yes is Obviously. minus 50. No plus 225. What do you? What do both of you say? Starting with you, Sean. Obviously, I mean, come on, Tom Brady's not going anywhere. 
There's no way. Didn't you see the Super Bowl commercial with him saying that he's staying packed? Come on. He's not going anywhere. D? Uh, he, he'll absolutely not go anywhere. So no minus way. good value. Yeah, yeah, the minus. Bet on the minus. He won't go, he won't go anywhere. The, the, the thing about the contract that people are talking about, he's a free agent. Ooh. Drew Brees has the same contract. It's the exact same thing where it, it, it basically is designed to just self-destruct when free agency hits. Yeah. And the reason why they do that is, especially for aging quarterbacks, but mostly for how the Patriots deal with cap stuff, is they to, so they can rebuild incentive-based contracts to get to, to fudge cap numbers to get more money. And that's literally what they do. They just nuke the contracts. They have to give them some money. And then, uh, and then they go back in and they build these you know, highly complex incentive-laden contracts where he can make five or 50 million, like depending on what happens. Um, and they use that to skirt these hard cap laws that are really hard to do. Breeze, you'll see re-signing in some weird thing and Tom Brady will be, do the same thing. It's just knee-jerk stuff because he sold his house and then this contract came up. But if you look at it, you go, Breeze, exact same scenario. Same thing's happening with his contract. So it's a yeah. no-brainer. What do you think? Yeah. And to piggyback off what D just said, just really quick, Eric, I mean, if you think about Tom Brady and who he is and just who makes him innately Tom Brady, he cares a lot about his image. He cares a lot about his legacy. And if if you think about just those two things, I mean, him staying with one organization his entire career and being a patriot, I think that would be the reason that there's no chance that he signs with anybody else. I just, I just don't see it happening. Well, I mean, you got to think he's also family guy. He's not all these other factors. He's not going to – his entire family has been raised and go to school there. He's not going to plug him up, bring him to Vegas for two years. No. Like he literally won't do that. And uh, uh, it's it's just a bit asinine to think about. Um, Yeah. So you don't like the Las Vegas Raiders at at plus 3,300, D? To win – no, no. They beat us. They crushed us this year. Um, what's your so, other, what's your other bet there, my friend? Okay. So yeah, you make a good point. Tom Brady's not going to want to ruin his legacy by going somewhere else. And then everyone will know he's a fraud without Bill Belichick. You guys make great points there. <laughs> yep. Moving on to my other bet. I feel like we were set up D, to be honest. I feel a Every little time. bit dirty right uh, now. He, I feel the like only one that should feel dirty right now is Eric. Back. And he knows, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. This is my other favorite bet. You're gonna think I'm crazy. Eighty to one to win the Super Bowl. Cincinnati Bengals are eighty to one. Oh to win the Super Bowl. I'm disconnected from this podcast. They're over five and a half wins. That is to me shockingly low in the NFL. We we all know about parity. Five and a half wins. They lost games last year to the Seahawks by one, the Cardinals by three, the Ravens on the road by six. Um, the Raiders on the road by seven, the Steelers by six, um, the Browns by eight, uh, the Dolphins in overtime by three. Those are all one possession games that they lost. And now they'll be drafting the Heisman winner lock of a number one quarterback who is in a project. He's should be ready to go right now. He's actually older. The Heisman winner is older than our NFL MVP and Lamar Jackson. So he should not have any age-related curve to go on. He should be ready to rock in the NFL. We just saw him dominate college football. And there's a chance that he's just that good of a stud. And the Bengals are a little bit better than they were last year. They were tanking, obviously, for the number one pick. And they barely lost a lot of games. And I could see them, for sure, surpassing five and a half wins. I think that's a total lock. An absolutely incredible bet. 
they had Ryan Finley losing football games last year. Yeah. Like they, they lost two possession, two one possession games with Ryan Finley at quarterback, and then they just. What if Burrow is just really good? They use cap space to sign some good players. AJ Green comes back, or they use that money on somebody else, and maybe he's just real good. Maybe they make the playoffs, and eighty to one is pretty pretty solid chance. And we just saw the 49ers. Before you go crazy, 49ers won two games in the Super Bowl. Bengals won two games. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you would have laughed at the 49ers last year too. And I just want to see what you both uh, have to say about my my Bengals. <sighs> man. Bengals problems are a lot deeper than quarterback. Their problems are a lot deeper than quarterback. Yeah, maybe a couple years. Maybe a couple years. Uh, anyone know? But I mean, I mean, it, just to humor yourself, I'm sure that there's some like division props, you know, position props. I know that Bet Online puts those up where like what what where they're gonna land in their division. You know, you could probably get a little bit of money out of that, man. Uh, I don't want you to waste your money though. Sorry, Bell. Fife. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to waste much to get a good return. And in, in, in his defense, but I'll say this, Eric, if you're under this. This thought process, which I don't agree with, I just cannot get behind. There's no no bone in my body that thinks that this is accurate. But if we're going to play devil's advocate, we're going to play hypotheticals here. Let's let's play the full way. If they win the Super Bowl, there's no shot that Joe Burrow doesn't win the regular season MVP. There's literally zero shot. So with that being said, I take yours and I raise you one. Let's talk about Joe Burrow at plus 6,600 to win the MVP odds. Uh, this would make a lot of sense to correlate these two bets, right? I, that seems, again, he's older than Lamar Jackson. We just saw, saw Lamar Jackson win an MVP at 23. Yeah. Yeah. We saw Burrow have a better season in college than Lamar Jackson ever did. Is it that crazy that he's the NFL's MVP at, at 66 to 1 if he's just the as good as we saw in college and already older than a Lamar Jackson who won MVP? It seems pretty reasonable. And to be uh, fair, he has some weapons to work with right away. So Yeah, John Ross and if AJ Green's back and I'm sure they're going to help, you know, help the offensive line protect him. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, I don't know if a maybe is 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 in there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, you got, you got to be lucky to be good, but you also got to be a little bit crazy guys. There you go. That's our aftermath episode, uh, post Super Bowl and uh, football season is over, but that doesn't mean football season's over. Combine is coming up. Um, we're going to be talking about that. There's also the NBA. Yes. Basketball. Basketball is fun to bet on. The guys on the show right now are very, very good at betting on basketball. We are going to continue this podcast all season long, giving you basketball, hockey, baseball, Guys are reporting, coming up. Um, Thunder Review Show does not end. We continue to go forever. I'm D. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you uh, haven't, head to betonline.ag. Use some of our amazing information. You can bet on all of this stuff. Use the promo code REVIEW. Get yourself a little bit of extra money in your betting account. On behalf of uh, the Fife Dog and Mr. Rosenthal, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Adios, muchachos. Adios, muchachos.